0: you are around the world today, it's great you can be here with us. Thanks for joining us. I pray that you know that God is going to work in your heart today, wherever you are. He's going to be with you in whatever you're doing. Well, as we begin this new year, as we set up this brand new year, and isn't it flying by already? Uh, Isn't it flying by already? Well, I use the month of January to really hone down and to set up the year to make sure that the things are in place for me to have a great year in terms of my spiritual life, my relationship with God, but also to have a great year in terms of my everyday life. Now all of us would know that the new year is often associated with New Year's resolutions. And the problem with New Year's resolutions is that many people make them, but a lot less people keep them. I don't know about you, have you ever decided to do something at the beginning of the year and then you find in a pretty short period of time you've not seen the results or you haven't even seen it through. To be honest with you, I feel I'd be fairly wealthy if I had a dollar for every time I've made a resolution at the beginning of the year and not kept it. And it was for that reason that some years ago, I made the decision, I wasn't going to make any more New Year's resolutions because I just kept not making them. But the truth is, the reason we'd make New uh, Year's resolutions is because we want certain habits to occur in our life. Habits that would cause good results. See, we are, we are people of habit, aren't we? That in our life, there are things that we do without even thought, without even thought that we're affected by and that we do. We live our lives out of them and some of them are good and some of them are not so good. Let me tell you one that is not so good. I come from a family of five boys. I've shared this in the past. I come from a family of five boys and we were forever ferociously hungry. And so when we would go and sit in front of the television, my mum, beautiful mum, she would come and she would feed us in front of the, she would give us something to eat when we were sitting in front of the TV beside our meals because we were forever hungry. And, uh, and I didn't realise what a habit that became. Well, when, when I got married, and I'd been married for a little while, uh, Rosemary said to me one day, she said to me, "Do you realise, do you realise that you eat when you're in front of the TV? And I said, no, I don't. And she said, oh, yes, you do. She said, I've watched you for years now. You can even finish your dinner and then you go and sit in front of the TV and you'll get, go to the cupboard and you'll get something and you'll eat. And, and when I began to think about it and when I began to think about it and explore my habits, she was 100% correct. Because when I was young, I was in the habit of eating in front of the television. Habit. Now when I was young and I had energy to burn and I could burn off any excess energy and any excess, uh, well, it wasn't so bad. And then as the years roll by, have you noticed that it takes, it's so much easier to put on weight. It's so much easier to not get the same response that you did from things that you did when you were younger. Habit. Habits form us and even, and, and subconscious habits. There are many that are difficult, and, and, and there are many that are negative and affect us. But if you ask me, can I change a habit quickly, uh, I just can't. I find habits very difficult to change because I'm so programmed, we're so programmed into certain ways of behaving. Well, it says in the book of Romans, in the book of Romans, it says in chapter 12, a verse of scripture that is very meaningful to me and one that I have read and, and I repeat very often if you listen to me. And it says in Romans 12:2, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable is perfect. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. See, our habits come from our minds. And, are there, and, and And if it's true what we said yesterday, that everything that we're involved in is spiritual, that there's a connection between our spiritual and our everyday life, if that's true, well then as we grow in maturity in our walk with God, what, what happens is that God begins to point out to us areas of our life where we're not walking in the way we should. And the renewing of our mind is about the renewing of habits that we need in our life. And yet habits are so difficult. Habits are so difficult to do. You know the right thing to do and you don't do them. Well, one of the things that I was introduced to and that I have realised is one of the reasons I've not kept to changes that I wanted to make. And, and when you make a change for good, in other words, there's another way to say that in a spiritual language. And it, is, it means to grow in holiness. Holiness is about doing what God seeks you to do in your life. And so the establishment of habits is a way to grow in holiness as in grow towards who God calls you to be, to develop good habits in your life. But if we have to change from subconscious habits that get us doing things we shouldn't or from habits that we know we're into, but we know we shouldn't and we have to change. How do you change it? There are some people who go to the fridge and automatically eat. There are some people who have got into the habit of spending time just reeling through hours of social media wasting time. There are people who found their language is not and even language that isn't the language that they know they should use. There are people who fall into habits when it comes to study and don't study in the way they do. Can I make a recommendation to you? And that is make a decision to make a 1% change. What do I mean by just a one percenter? You hear people say, just make a 1% change. I figured out recently that 1% of 24 hours is 14.8 minutes. Or if you sleep for eight hours, 1% of 16 hours, your waking hours, is 9.6 minutes. What would happen if you were to just spend 1% of your day making a change in one area of your life? Now, for example, uh, if you knew me, I create a huge amount of paper, of, of notes, for example, the messages that I give on the weekends, uh, the messages I give on the weekends, I, I create 10, 20 pages of notes around them. And then I have things that come in from all over the world, mail that comes, and, 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 I'm, and I'm studying things, etc., working on things. And I, these things build up and they're all over my desk, and I know what they are better than others. And so I get into the habit of putting them in a drawer, and then when the drawer overflows, I get put them in a box. And then over the years, what I've noticed sometimes is that I've built up to having 30 or 40 just cardboard boxes of just paper that I've put together. And if you ask my team, they've all seen them. Well, one of the things that I made a decision was, because I realized that it becomes such a big problem, it takes weeks to go through, is what would happen if I was to just spend one percent of my day going through a box and just coming up with a better system, but going through the past, the past boxes. Want to know something? Just 1% of time knocks it all off. It's all done. What do you need to do? That would be just a 1% change. Do you have to make a decision that I'm going to eat an apple instead of I'm going to go and eat something that's uh, maybe not so good? Is it a question I'm going to make 1% change, I'm going to speak positively to my wife where normally I would point out her negative habits? Am I going to look at myself in the mirror and say, hey, you are a champion made by God, rather than look in the mirror and go, you are a loser. What what change do you need to make? If it's true that our faith and life are deeply interconnected, what's the 1% change? What's the one minute change that you could make to your life today? That when you do over and over and over and over and over again, becomes automatic, becomes automatic. Gee, I could feel myself wanting to talk on this for a long time because there are so many of you and me who could benefit by making one minute changes, making 1% changes in your life. Don't make them in everything. What is the one thing you can decide right now? I'm going to do this one thing, just a 1% change in attitude, in thought. I'm going to be renewed in thought and I'm going to do what the scripture calls me to be. And I'm going to renew my thinking so I can judge what is God's will, what is good, pleasing and perfect. I'm going to change my habit. You know what that means is, it means you're growing in holiness. You're growing to be the person God calls you to be. Remember, when you make a change for good, you're making a change for your spiritual life and your connectedness to God, you're growing in holiness. So what way what 1%, what one minute thing could you do that you could add on to all the time that will build up, which would help you become a far holier person than you are today? Loving Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise. Allow our lives to be changed, Lord God, to be who you calling us to be, to be holy by the small things that we can do that added up, become large things. Father, we ask this in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. Don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.